Hello, welcome back to the Soul Click Podcast. I'm your host, Sophie Stein. I feel like it's been a long time since I recorded, but it's only been a week. Um, I have been to Colorado and back. It was such a wonderful trip in so many ways. But before I get into telling you all about my Colorado trip, um, I just want to tell you, this is such an exciting episode because I've got my first official guest coming on to the Soul Click podcast. It is my good friend, Dana Ursulenko. And also, like, I did have my husband, Josh, on the podcast, but he doesn't really count because he's my husband. Um, this is my first, like, non-family guest, so that's exciting. But I'm so excited that Dana joined me to record a little conversation. Actually, a long conversation. This episode's probably going to be my longest yet, which, I don't know, I'm excited about it hopefully you're excited about it I personally love a longer podcast like the longer the better for me um but yes Dana and I spoke all about confidence and how to build confidence and like her history with confidence because she is like one of the most confident girls that I know um and I'll like get more into like her intro a little bit later in the episode before I play our conversation but yes just so you know get excited we have an interview coming up with a really amazing beautiful confident woman and I think you're really gonna like it it's just like two friends chatting it up about all sorts of things not just confidence but we like got into a whole bunch of stuff so I hope that you're gonna love it but okay back to my Colorado experience if you will so it was my very first time ever visiting Colorado um and it was really special it was so beautiful I'm obsessed with the mountains the fresh air beautiful views it was it was so great um Josh and I went for some of our really close friends wedding it was Greg and Hallie Bell's wedding shout out to them it was so stunning the most perfect day it was like literally out of a fairy tale they got married on this bridge overlooking the mountains outside it was insane and they got married on Sunday morning so right after the ceremony they had this amazing brunch And it was honestly some of the best food ever. If you go to my Instagram, I posted so many photos of like the whole trip, but um, I posted a picture of our little brunch spread. It was so good. Um, And we also went to a hot spring like the day before the wedding. And that was really nice. Um, Like all the girls went on to a hot spring and all the boys went like off-roading and they're like up the mountain on their Jeeps or whatever. (laughs) Oh, I haven't even mentioned where we were in Colorado. We were in Telluride which is the most stunning, cozy, just little mountain town. And it was great because, yes, it's like a touristy kind of town, I guess, because tons of people are always traveling there. But it felt small enough and quiet enough to not have like a touristy vibe. Um, And then also like all the restaurants there were incredible. There's this one coffee shop called Ghost Town and we got breakfast there, I think, every morning. I think we were there for like three days, um, like two nights in three days, I think it was. But this place, Ghost Town, they have the best toast in the world. They have like this big menu that's just a whole bunch of different kinds of toast, like avocado toast, this like beet hummus and heirloom tomato toast, so many different kinds of toast. And it was fabulous and had really good coffee, of course. So that was like really fun to go to every morning. And one night, Josh and I had a little date night and we went up the gondola Um, to the top of the mountain and it was just so beautiful I've got like lots of pictures on my Instagram of the views which honestly don't do any justice because of course in real life it's always like way way better but um after our gondola ride up the mountain we came back down to town 
and went to this Italian restaurant called Rustico. And it was like the coziest, most romantic, cute little Italian restaurant. And the food was insane. Like we were both just like shook at how much we loved our food. It was so, so, so good. So we really enjoyed our dinner there. I got this it was kind of like fettuccine alfredo but this the sauce the alfredo sauce wasn't like as heavy and creamy which I loved um it had mushrooms and the mushrooms were so good and wow it was just everything was amazing even our wine was so good as you can tell I would highly recommend you go to this restaurant if you're in Telluride um I can't believe I just like detailed every intricacy of my dinner but cool okay moving on from food Oh, I didn't even mention yet, like, the plane ride. So this was our very first time traveling um, through the air, air traveling, whatever. We've been on, like, road trips, but this is our first time um, taking an airplane anywhere since COVID happened. So it was definitely an interesting experience. I was on, like, extreme high alert at the airport. Um, We flew from Orlando to Denver And then from Denver, we had to drive like six hours, which actually turned into nine hours because the traffic was so bad um, to Telluride. But anyway, the airport. So we get to the airport and obviously everyone's supposed to be wearing a mask, which a lot of people weren't at the Orlando airport, which hence why Florida has like the worst cases right now. Bunch of idiots. But we were wearing our masks and being as careful as possible not to be too close to anybody and It was a little bit stressful. I was just, it's obviously just like new for me and I didn't really know what to expect. And I don't know, it was definitely anxiety inducing for me, but the airport was way quieter than it usually is, which helped me feel a little bit better. And then also we flew Southwest um, and Southwest is only doing like two thirds full flights. So everybody has the empty, has a um, middle seat empty in their row so that was nice so we had like a row to ourselves and honestly like just about every single person that sat down had like Clorox or Lysol wipes and we're like wiping down all the seats and so did we. we we did the same thing um and like sanitized everything and so that made me feel a bit better as well because everyone was sort of taking precautions and being as safe as we could and everyone in the airplane has to wear masks so that was pretty strictly enforced which was good so overall I would say I was incredibly anxious getting to the airport and like going through security and everything and but then once we got on the plane I was kind of like okay we're fine everyone's doing the best that they can to stay safe and it's just is what it is at that point you still just got to live your life and be as careful as possible so that's what we did and then traveling home was way different I was way less anxious I felt way better because I sort of you know knew what to expect and yeah but back to like getting to Denver so once we arrived in Denver we rented a car with our friends and we drove all the way to Telluride which is six hours away according to Google Maps but we hit some like crazy traffic and it took us like nine hours to get there which was so long but at least the drive was really really beautiful so and we had good snacks and good friends with us so it was all good but that is definitely something to keep in mind if you want to go visit Telluride um just keep in mind it's a very very far drive from denver there are closer airports to telluride but i think the closest one is like two hours away unless you fly straight into telluride which is like insanely expensive and i think only people with like private planes do that so that was not going to be an option for us this time um but we actually ended up 
getting to explore Vail a little bit because it just happened to be on our route, like on our drive home back from Tell or not home, on our drive from Telluride to Denver, which we didn't even know because we took like a different route than we did to get there. Because um, on the way home, Josh and I just like chose a different route. I don't know why. I think it like looked like it was going to be a little bit faster and the speed limits were higher. So we decided to go that way and it actually ended up being way more scenic and beautiful than the drive there, which we were both really surprised about. Um, and it took us right through Vail. So it was like just probably just before sunset or maybe just after sunset. And we saw signs for Vail and I was like, wait, are we going to go through Vail? Because that's really exciting because... I don't know. I've just heard so many amazing things about Vail and how beautiful it is and like how nice it is and like tons of YouTubers that I follow. It sounds so dorky, but I follow some YouTubers that like go on vacation in Vail every winter and it just looks so stunning. And I'm sure in winter it's way, way, way better. But anyway, we pulled over and we got to like walk through the little town square and it was so cute. And we ended up getting a couple slices of pizza and I found a hot chocolate at this like adorable little German restaurant and it was about to close, but they let, they still let me order hot chocolate to go, which was really nice. So I don't know. It just made the trip like way more magical, especially because it was so unexpected. Like I didn't even know that Vail was like in our vicinity at all. And then we just stumbled across it, which was, I don't know. It just felt really fun and special and cute. It's the little things, you guys. So I definitely want to plan a little trip to Vail maybe sometime next year. It was just so magical and it just felt really cozy. And a big, big plus about it is that it's only like an hour and a half away from Denver, which is great. So I definitely see maybe like a spring ski trip happening maybe this year. That would be really, really fun. So yeah, anyway, hopefully that'll be able to happen this spring. I'm just here, you know, manifesting my destiny. <laughs> Actually, my brother's 30th birthday is coming up in March, so maybe that's a good excuse for a ski trip, you know? I'm just saying. But overall, Josh and I are obsessed with Colorado. Josh has actually been before, which I didn't know until we got there, um, which was weird. He's like, oh yeah, I've been to Denver like 12 times, and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> but he'd never been to Telluride, so we got to experience that first together, which was nice. Um, but yeah, we love Colorado, and we can't wait to get back. It was so fun. I just feel like super grateful to have been able to travel there safely and yeah, just have a really great time with friends as safely as we could during a pandemic, you know? It was just so nice to actually go on like a proper like vacation and have like new experiences like that. Just feeling incredibly grateful and fortunate for that. So, okay, moving on to my weekly love list. I've got a few nice things to share with you this week, as I always do, but the first one on the list obviously has to be Telluride, just as a city, as a town in itself. It's just so insanely beautiful. I love that there's hot springs everywhere. I love the amazing restaurants. I love the fresh mountain air. I loved everything about it. It was just fabulous. So Telluride is my number one on my weekly love list this week. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I would be remiss if I did not tell you about the altitude elevation symptoms that I experienced in Telluride. I know it's on my love list because Telluride is amazing in general, but there is one downside and that is the fact that Telluride sits at like 87,000 feet elevation, which I think people get altitude sickness like starting at 8,000 feet. So luckily nobody like in our group got altitude sickness but you definitely feel it like us just walking up the street and like completely flat sidewalk um get your heart pounding and like feels like you can't catch your breath I, I was honestly having to tell Josh like babe I've got to slow down like 
just walking to get toast in the morning it was kind of crazy and it was like maybe two blocks from our airbnb so it made me feel so unfit but it's just the air because it's like so much thinner and there's not as much oxygen um yeah that was wild but okay back to the love list the next thing i wrote down is no filter photos on instagram so i have really been enjoying just posting a lot more like in the moment content on instagram and not like editing too much or adding a bunch of presets to my photos like literally just taking the photo and I'm not saying to like just take random photos and they're not like cute obviously I still want them to look nice and like have really nice lighting and be aware of like you know image composition and stuff like that but I'm just thinking a lot less I'm not like overthinking what I'm posting on Instagram now and I'm, it's so much more fun it makes the platform way more fun I think people actually enjoy it more because it just feels more relatable and real and like real life which it should be it's Instagram it should be like instant and I'm not necessarily posting it like right the second when I take it because I'm enjoying the moment and like soaking up my actual real life um but yeah just posting like a little bit later in the day but I don't know it's something I'm just really enjoying right now and I think it's here to stay for a while and I think that this started because I started following a few people or a few accounts on Instagram that post really like nice natural no filter um just like really gorgeous scenery with no filter or I don't know just like really nice lighting like that golden hour light that doesn't have or need any sort of filter um I follow a lot of accounts that are just doing those kind of images right now and it's just kind of inspired me and it definitely encourages me to post more because I don't have to obviously spend a ton of time editing or like making sure the photo looks perfect in my grid or whatever so that's just something I've really been enjoying you can obviously check out my Instagram to see what I'm talking about and I've also been really into at least for this trip posting a lot of like the what do you call them carousel images or posts where you can like swipe through and see like 10 pictures um in a post because I had so many pictures I wanted to post but I just didn't necessarily want to post them all like separately so I just kind of like threw them into one little swipe through thing and I think that's kind of fun too maybe gallery is that what it's called I don't know anyway let's move on to the next thing on my love list which definitely ties into this kind of like no filter theme because well I'll just tell you it's this girl named Matilda Jeriff I'm sure a lot of you probably already follow her um she is so stunning and I just am obsessed with her Instagram right now um and also okay this is kind of a two-in-one because it's like Matilda Jeriff herself and her Instagram account and then also her clothing brand called Jeriff Avenue which I just ordered a few things from a few days ago and I'm so excited for them to arrive um but yeah Matilda has like a really nice aesthetic that's all of her photos are kind of like golden like golden hour time but there's not like any filter I don't think on any of her photos like they just look so nice and natural and beautiful and it just looks like she captures like summer and like the beauty of summer in her Instagram account if that makes sense that might sound weird but I think you'll understand what I'm saying if you go check out her account um yeah she's super cute she's Swedish and she also has a YouTube channel that I've been like really into over the past like week or two um she hasn't posted there in a while but I was just like binging all of her old YouTube videos um but yeah I'm like slightly obsessed with her right now I've got a big girl crush on Matilda Jurf at the moment so I had to put her on my love list of course as always I will be linking everything that I talk about in this whole episode as much as I possibly can in the show notes of the episode so if you want to find her you can either just type in Matilda Jurf on Instagram or go to the show notes and just click through um oh a little bit about her clothing line though Jurf Avenue um, everything is like very 
ethically and sustainably made which I love and she uses a lot of like organic fabrics and all of her pieces are just so beautiful like I honestly probably could have bought one of everything on the website you know if my bank account would allow it but literally every single piece that's on her website is like such a staple item that I feel like you could wear so many ways and like mix and match with like a tons of other pieces so yeah I don't know I'm just really excited to get my pieces and I'm sure I'll be buying even more things during her next drop all right moving on the next thing on my love list is kind of a random one but it's badminton so like badminton as in like shuttlecock I think this is another word for it sorry I'm 12 years old um but it's so much fun my mom actually bought us a set just randomly because she's so sweet and adorable but she bought us a set because she knew that we would have fun with it and so we put it in our backyard and we've been playing like almost every day that we've been home we play badminton in the backyard and it's really fun it's kind of like tennis um but way more fun in my opinion and it's actually such a great workout and yeah it's just fun to have like a sport to play that you're not really thinking about it as exercise but by the end we're like so sweaty and like out of breath so I love it it's very fun and yeah just like good family wholesome fun in the backyard you know and I think my mom got it at Target so if you're in the market for a badminton set go to Target and honestly it's like I think we're gonna play every every night during summer because what else is there to do but yeah I definitely have been like looking forward to badminton every day so <laughs> I just thought I would mention that and the last thing I've got on my love list is another wine for you guys it is another red blend that I've been loving and I don't know why I've never tried it before because I see this like brand of wine literally everywhere and I just I don't know I feel like when you see something everywhere you're kind of like eh I don't know just doesn't seem as exciting or interesting but it's the cupcake blend or sorry the brand is called cupcake and it's the red velvet red blend by them and it's just simply delicious it's like my perfect kind of of red wine I love a red blend it's very silky um it's not really sweet but it's like juicy it says there are flavors of mocha blackberry and chocolate um but yeah it's just like a really easy to drink delicious red blend so try it out if you're into that sort of thing but yeah that's what I've been enjoying lately and you can get it from Target I think it's like seven or eight dollars so not too shabby okay it is time let's get into mine and Dana's really fun conversation we had such a good time recording this but okay let me just like do a little intro for her first so you can kind of get a vibe get like you know kind of understand what she's all about um dana ursalenko is a ukrainian graphic designer and youtuber she is i know i said this at the beginning of the episode but she is truly one of the most confident people i've ever met um hence why the main topic of this episode is all about confidence she has such a sparkly and fun energy like she's literally a ray of sunshine um she's also very much into fashion and she has such an amazing style that's like super unique to her um, and her really bold personality, like it shines through in her clothes that she wears. Um, and she's literally always impeccably dressed and like so put together. Like I'm always, every time I hang out with her, I'm like so excited to see what she's going to be wearing because it's always going to be so cute. Um, but we actually cover a lot in this episode. We talk a little bit about her growing up in the Ukraine, going to boarding school in England when she was 14, when she didn't speak any English. Like, that's crazy um and then moving to the U.S. for college a few years later and how she got her start in graphic design and like we obviously have 
a really long chat about confidence and where she got her confidence from and how she found her confidence and like different tips and tricks for building confidence. I'm super excited for you guys to hear our conversation and I'm just super blessed to call her a good friend of mine. So let's just jump right in to the conversation. Oh, hold on. Quick disclaimer is that the audio for the rest of the episode is probably not going to be the best quality because we had to record over Zoom and you know how that goes. It's just not the best, Um, but I hope it's not too distracting. Okay, here's our conversation. Welcome, Dana, to the podcast. You're kind of my first official guest. I know my husband was on before, but he doesn't count because he's my husband, but you're my first real proper guest. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor. I'm so excited that you want to talk to me for like an hour. Of course I want to talk to you. (laughs) So Dana and I met, do you remember what year it was? was Probably. That's a hard question. Um, It was really recently after Josh and I had got married and before you got married. uh, We got married in 2017. So we got married. I mean, we became friends in 2017, I think, because we became friends like a few months before we got married. Yeah. Okay. So it's been like three years. Wow. Such a long relationship. (laughs) Yeah. So much has changed since I met you. It's kind of crazy. Do you remember how we met? Yes. I actually remember really clearly because I was, so I knew your brother before you and I used to go to his juice bar all the time and take Instagram pictures. That's all I do. (laughs) Go places and take pictures. Uh, No, just kidding. (laughs) But um, I met your brother, and one time I was at his juice bar, and he was like, hey, my sister is moving to Chattanooga, and you guys would be like the best friends. And (laughs) that's when I followed you, or you followed me first. I'm not exactly sure, but we followed each other, and then we planned a coffee date. Yeah, I remember my brother, Trent, he... Well, I had, I was in control of the juice bars, Instagram account. So I would see you like tagging local juice and things. And I was like, oh, this girl's Instagram is so cute. Like I'm going to follow her. And I can't remember if I followed you first or if Trent brought you up first, but my brother was like, there's this really cool girl. She's got like really cool style. She's super cute. I feel like you guys would be friends. You guys would get along. And I was like, oh, cool. And then, yeah, we just hit it off. Yeah. It was natural. It was just, we literally met and then we were like meeting every week almost, right? Yeah. You were like my one like real friend in Chattanooga for a, a while, actually. Oh, that makes you're me like, so happy. You're literally a unicorn, like in the world Stop. in general, but also <laughs> especially in Chattanooga where it's like everyone's like outdoorsy and rock climbers and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, where are my like YouTubers at? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you started YouTube before me, actually. Remember? Yes. But you had a blog and you were very like yeah. I don't know. You're, you had like an online presence and a cute Instagram account. So I was like, this girl's, we're going to be friends. So back to graphic design, how did you get into graphic design? Is it something you always knew you wanted to do growing up or was it something that kind of came up with, you know, in college? Yeah. So I actually always was pretty artsy. I mean, I wouldn't even say artsy, but I was always into fashion. I mean, fashion is art, right? Yes. <laughs> um, and I always loved magazines, always loved, I don't know, Vogue. I was collecting Vogue when I was like 11 years old. It was insane. Uh, But then I went to study in England and that's when I decided to go to America to study film actually. And it was weird because I wanted to study film because I thought I wasn't good at drawing. So film was a good outlet for me to kind of combine my artsiness, but at the same time, it's not really a word artsiness, but we'll use it. 
uh, <laughs> using my artsiness in video, but not in the paper. So that's when I chose film, but I met this guy in England. He had a uh, channel in England, TV channel, and he told me that I should go for graphic design because graphic design is more broad. So for example, if I one day decide I want to open my own magazine, I can. Or if I want to uh, work for a channel, I still can be as a graphic designer. So graphic design will open up more doors for me. So that's why I chose graphic design. Um, I feel like it's really cool because with YouTube, you're basically doing both of those things. You can like, incorporate graphic design and film into like your YouTube channel. Yeah, for sure. I think it gave me a big advantage in a way when I started YouTube channel because I kind of could use the skills I learned in school in YouTube as well. I know. I'm always so jealous of your cute little like graphics that pop up on the screen and your Aww. logo. It looks so good. I'm like, I wish I could make that. Thank <laughs> but you. But that's why we have people like you in the world. That's true. And that's, that's why people are like you in the world too. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So you said you wanted to come to America for film, but what made you want to come to the U.S.? Did you always know growing up that you wanted to live in the States or was it something just for college and you thought you'd move back? Yeah, so originally I'm actually from Ukraine. I was born in Ukraine and when I was 14 years old, I moved to England and that's where I went for high school. Um, I loved England. Actually, when I moved to England, I couldn't speak English at all. It's probably weird to hear that right now because I speak English now, but I couldn't speak English at that time at all. And Wait, you were only 14? Yeah, I was 14 years old and I moved by myself to England. That is the craziest. I know you've told me this before, but it's still like kind of crazy. So were you at boarding school or did you live with Yes, family? I was in the boarding school. It was like wow. international school. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How long were you there for? How many years? Uh, three years. Yeah. So after that, like I loved England. I fell in love with England so much. I was like, I want to live in England. But my parents were like, hey, you're young. Why not go to America for school, like for college? And honestly, I didn't want to go to America because everybody, like all my friends wanted to go to America. And I was like, no, I'm cool. I'm different. I don't want to go to America. Like, I want to stay in England. <laughs> oh my God. That was literally my excuse because everybody else wanted to go to America and I didn't want to be like everybody else. <laughs> But that's why I went to America because my parents were like, you can come back to England after school, just go there for four years. And then if you want to go to England again, you can. Okay. So you were planning on like moving back eventually. Yeah, I was. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that, but then you met Steve. Yep. Steve messed all of that, everything, all my plans out. <laughs> Do you think you guys would ever move back to Europe or England or? Ukraine? Um, honestly, I don't think so. Like, I wouldn't mind, but for Steve, I feel like he's so Americanized that for him, it's going to be hard. Right. Well, he was born in the U.S., right? Yeah, yeah. He was born in California. Yes, but his family is Japanese. Uh, his dad is Japanese and his mom is Chinese. So Steve is half Japanese, half Chinese. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, and Steve is my husband, for the people who don't know. <laughs> yes, your husband. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. I didn't realize that. I thought you were just like had this big dream of going to America and like. Yeah, no, it's crazy because I, I'm pretty European, like my mindset, my style, everything. So I really felt comfortable in England, but God had different plans for me. You should have been Chattanooga with like your crazy outfits and being so cute and different. And I'm like, oh my God, she's amazing. No, Chattanooga was definitely cultural shock for me. Culture shock. I can imagine. Okay, so then you got to the States, 
you went to college in Tennessee yeah. for graphic design and now you're a freelance graphic designer, living the I dream, am. working from home. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> no, I love it. And you do your YouTube channel, which do you post once a week or twice a week? Uh, I post twice a week, every Sunday and Wednesday. It's amazing. I always like, we'll go through phases and I'll binge all your videos, but it's hard to like so go week by week, but yeah, you're so no, I post a lot. If you think about it, like literally if you miss like two weeks, you miss four videos. So it's like, it's quite a bit. It's like sometimes, but also actually sometimes I even sit down and like watch my old videos just to see like what's been up because I forget. Like <laughs> what have I been up to? No, I totally do that too with my old YouTube videos. I'm like, oh, remember when I went to New Zealand and I'll like rewatch my New Zealand vlogs over and over again. It's so nice. Yeah. By the way, you're the one who inspired me to do a YouTube channel. You're the one who pushed me to do it. You were like, hey, start a YouTube channel, start a YouTube channel. I'm like, oh, it's too much work. It's too much work. And then I did. And now you're killing it and I'm slacking and I haven't posted a video in like a year. <laughs> oh, but man. you know, I wouldn't be here if you didn't push me to start it either, so. Oh, that makes me so happy. I remember you were big on blogging when I met you and your blog was like really active and I loved yeah. it. And I was doing YouTube, but not blogging. And then we kind of switched. I blogged for a little bit. You did YouTube and then, yeah. That's true. But you're blogging so good. You're such a good writer. Like I'm a visual person. So for me, writing is not a strong point, but video is easier because I just talk, which I mm. do really easily. I can talk a lot. Yeah. I feel like it comes way more natural to you. Um, yeah. to do YouTube. I mean, I think that comes natural to you too. It's just, you are natural when you film. It doesn't feel like a natural when you watch your videos. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the recording, like vlogging every day is so hard. Just even to remember to vlog, like on our Colorado trip, I was like, oh, I'm going to vlog this trip. And then I, every single meal we'd sit down and be like, oh, I forgot to vlog the food. Oh, I forgot to vlog <laughs> this. Oh, like, oh my gosh. I just need to get in the zone, of, like get used to doing it again. And then it'll be second nature but. yeah for sure like when you stop vlogging for a little bit like it's just it feels so unnatural but then when you vlog all the time it you don't even realize you vlog kind of thing so yeah. It's, yeah yeah i'm when, sure. i'm gonna get back into it i'm waiting <laughs> i need to start maybe this will be the week i'm excited i know you've always been so sweet and encouraging with that i love it oh i'm glad i'm here for you girl you've been doing youtube for a few years now like really consistently yeah, it's actually been, I did say consistently, like two years, not consistently, three. That's so impressive. Um, but yeah, your YouTube channel is so good. It's always inspiring. You're so good at editing. Oh, thank you. I love your edits and I love, oh, thank you. especially your style videos are my favorite because you have the best style. I, honestly, out of anyone I know, you've got the best style and you're so creative with your outfits and the way you put things together, I would never, ever expect it, but then it actually looks so good. Oh, thank you so much. That means so much. Like, I mean, I love it. Like fashion is definitely one of those things that I'm like, I've always been passionate about it and I've always loved to play with it. Like I little just like to play dress up. That's my, yeah. like, I just <laughs> play and dress up. And you do up. every single day. It's so impressive how like every single day you look 100% put together. So cute oh. and like a totally unique outfit. I'm like, how do you not repeat outfits? I never see you in the same outfit. Like you always look so exciting and different. And oh, honestly, like every single time we would hang out in Chattanooga, I would always be excited to like see what you were going to wear that day. I'm like, oh, I wonder what she's going to be wearing because I know she's going to look amazing. Oh, you're so sweet. I mean, that's the thing. I actually, since I was young, I was always trying to not repeat outfits. And I feel like now I do it naturally that I don't realize I don't repeat outfits. But it also 
not really sustainable. Like I feel like now I'm trying to think about ways that like I can wear my all my clothes because I have so much clothes, but I'm not wearing it all out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's hard with fashion, especially like being mindful about sustainability and all that stuff. Definitely. So I think we can just get into the main topic of this episode, which is how to build confidence. You are, I said this at the top of the episode before when I was introducing you, but you are literally the most confident girl I've ever met. Aww. You're so sparkly. Your spirit literally like shines so bright, like your style, your attitude, like everything about you, you exude confidence and it's really inspiring. And so I wanted to talk to you about Thank that. You. Like, did you grow up always being confident? Like, is it like your personality trait? No, actually, believe it or not, I grew up really insecure and I was actually bullied in school, which is a little harsh way wow. to say it, but that's one of the reasons why I wanted to leave Ukraine because I really always felt out of place in school. I always kind of, I don't know, I felt out of place all the time. And honestly, I was, I was growing up until probably like 14 years old. I was not confident. I don't, I didn't think I was beautiful. Plus I have vitiligo. If you guys don't know, it's anyway, it's just like white spots on yeah. your body. And I had that since I was five years old. Yeah, that's the same thing that that um, supermodel has, Winnie Harlow. Yes. Yeah, she yeah. made it really cute. <laughs> I know. It, and yeah, it became a trend. Or, not a trend, but like popular. Like now people know about it. But yeah, I had that since I was five. And I was really insecure about that because it was huge. Like I have it on my face, around my eyes. I had it on my knees. Now it's, it's actually went away, most of it. But I still have it. Like on my face, you can still see it if you're not wearing makeup. So I was unconscious about that. I didn't think I was beautiful. It was funny because I thought like I was ugly. The only thing I liked about myself was my nose. It was really <laughs> weird. I was like, everything is wrong, but my nose though. Like literally, I don't know why. It's really, it's really random if you think about it, but I did not think I was beautiful. You have a great nose and you're stunning. <laughs> Thank you. No, but like... Now I, I am confident, like I am, I do think I'm beautiful. I, and that's the thing, it's not that like, oh, I'm like gorgeous and I'm blah, blah, blah. Like I just found myself and like I found my style. I found what works on me, what doesn't. I kind of like learned myself in a way that now like I love myself just because I know myself, if that makes sense. Do you think that started when you moved to England? Yeah. So when I moved to England, actually, when I learned English, I started making friends. Um, that was the place where actually like nobody knew me and there was no like, I don't know, rules for me or no like. It's like a totally fresh start. Yeah, it was like a fresh start. Like I could really do whatever. That's when I actually started experimenting with my style. I started dressing up more, started doing crazy stuff with my hair. Like, yeah. And that's where I built confidence. And then, it, I mean, not even built confidence, but that's where I like started learning myself. And through the years, it got kind of improved, I guess. So in school growing up in the Ukraine, were you like one of the quieter kids in class or were you just kind of the same, but just not as confident? No, I was, I was, I was always bubbly and loud. It's just, I guess I didn't feel comfortable in my skin. So it wasn't even like, I still had friends. I still had like, was bubbly and loud, but it's just like, I didn't feel like I was standing out or I wasn't like beautiful like other girls or I wasn't a style like not even stylish but you know what I mean like I just wasn't comfortable in my own skin yeah everyone has awkward phases <laughs> yeah for sure 
growing up, did your parents like instill confidence in you? Were they ever like trying to boost your confidence or, or was it like a conversation in your household? Um, I wouldn't say it was really a conversation. My mom is really into fashion as well. So when I was growing up, she always didn't like critique, but she always was kind of on top of my fashion. Like I would try to like dress up and she's like, it was so funny. I literally remember this moment. I was like trying to like put out this like cute stylish outfit and then come on and she was like, everything looks good, but your hair tie doesn't match. Like, and it's so funny. <laughs> and like, not in a mean way. Like my, I had great relationship with my parents. I had a great childhood, but my mom had really high standards for me. And I'm actually thankful for that because I feel like that's why I am, I became who I became kind of thing. Yeah. But I did have high standards in the family. Like, yeah, your mom is so cool. I've just seen, I haven't met her yet, but her photos of her, like she just looks so stylish and beautiful. Yeah, no, I definitely like my whole, I mean, my parents are just really stylish and into fashion, which is kind of funny, but yeah. (laughs) That's so awesome. I love it. Um, okay. So when you think about confidence, do you feel like it's something that you try to exude or is it just sort of like at this point, it's just naturally a part of like built into your personality? No, I think that you can do certain things to build your, build up your confidence. I don't, th- I don't think there's specific like rules, like ABC kind of thing to get a confidence, but I feel like you can do certain things to build up confidence throughout the time. Right. What do you think some of those things are? Can you share some like tips? Yeah. So I mean, like, I I would say like, it's really hard to say like as tips, but I feel like one of them, I guess, is like knowing yourself as I kind of said about myself, like I learned who I was and that's how I kind of found myself. So I feel like it's really important to know your strong and weak points, like in your body, in your, even in your personality in general, like for example, looks wise, I have big hips, but then small waist. So when I'm dressing up, I'm not going to put accent on my legs. I'm going to put accent on my waist, for example, just because waist is my strong point. So I feel like when you learn how you look and what's strong and what weak kind of thing, you can really build up from there that confidence. Because when you love how you look, you kind of feel more confident. And it might sound vague in a way because it's like, oh, like looks not supposed to be important but like in the end of the day like looks do matter because that's how you do feel confident in the way yeah as well. it definitely helps you feel better about yourself when you know or yeah. when you feel that you look good whether you look good or not like if you feel that you look good you're going to be happier and you're going to like yeah. put your best foot forward when you meet people I feel like you have always really expressed yourself through your style and you have such like a bold and fun style and your personality definitely comes through in the clothes that you wear thank you But yeah, it makes sense to like, and it also goes for not just like knowing your body and what looks good on your body, but knowing yourself, like your personality. Like we were talking about, like, I might be a stronger writer than you, but you're amazing at just talking to a video, like knowing that strength and knowing you can be confident doing that. And then I'm more confident at writing. There's like so many different ways to be confident. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just like, I feel like learning just in general, who you are, you're quieter, you're louder, you're speaker, you're writer, you're um, even singer, or I don't know, like in this, yeah. into sports, like even those things, like when you do what you love, it really even comes off in who you are as well and how confident you are. Like if you're doing the job that you're not loving, it's even going to come off in your confidence as well. Like it's weird how it is, but it's kind of balanced in all of the aspects of your life. Like it's not just put a cute outfit on. 
or it's not just having a good job. Like it's really all around, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely makes sense. It's like knowing who you are and being able to play to your strengths instead of focusing on the things that you're not good at. And I feel like that's what insecurities are. Thinking about all the things that you're not good at or ways that you feel like you don't measure up to someone else, like that makes you feel insecure. But if you're focusing on the things that you actually are good at and everything that you like about yourself, you can't help but like feel better and like be more confident. So yeah, a hundred percent. And plus like, it's interesting because like we compare, like when we compare ourselves, we usually look at the things that we are not good at in other people. So for, I mean, I don't know if I said it right, but like, for example, if I'm not good at writing, I'm going to look at Sophie and I'm like, wow, Sophie's so good at writing. I wish I was a good writer, but like, no, it's not my thing. So take your strength and use your strength in your way. That's a thing because I feel like most of the problems is that like we compare ourselves to other people who are not like us. So then we want something we don't have. By that, we're wasting time. Yeah, you're wasting your own talents and your own energy by doing that. When you could just be focusing on your strength and making that part, like developing that part of yourself. Exactly. Instead of like worrying about something you don't have naturally. Yeah. Do you believe in the mentality like fake it till you make it? Do you think that that works? I do. I really do. Actually, I think in the beginning I did fake it. Like I feel like in England in the way, like when I moved to England, especially because I didn't speak English, I couldn't express myself through the language. So I feel like I was kind of like faking until I was making it. Even with English, it's funny because like I was faking and I could speak English, but I couldn't. That's amazing. <laughs> you can't really do that well, but I feel like it, da- it, it works in a way, but at the same time, you should be really careful with it as well, not lying to yourself and not lying to others because there's a really fine line in that way because you can fake it, but then end up lying but I think faking is almost like you're making your brain to believe that lie it's kind of like the smile thing like if you if you're not happy but you just start smiling like it tricks your brain into thinking that you're happy I feel like maybe that actually works with confidence too like even though you're like crying inside like so nervous like shaking but you just like push it away and like act really confident and loud and like bubbly it kind of just happens because that's how you'll come off to people No, for sure. I actually think it works that way. I think faking sometimes does work. But again, as I said, like it's a fine line, but I would fake it if I wasn't confident. I I do it sometimes. Like, as you said, like sometimes you are so sad or like, like, you know, sometimes I'll be sad or I had a fight with Steve or I'm having a bad day. But like, for example, I'm vlogging. Like, I mean, sometimes I will say like, hey, I'm having a bad day, but it's something that's too personal that I can't really share with people. Like I will like, you know, put up a smile and act like everything is fine. And then it actually turns around and it actually becomes a good day, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean about the fine line with that too, because you don't want to come off as inauthentic, but you are actually like putting yourself in a better mood by doing that. So it's at the same time, it's not fake. Yeah, for sure. Do you ever leave the house and like question an outfit? Oh, 100%. Really? I, I mean, it, it definitely happens. And like, that's why I feel like sometimes I switch 10 times a day because like <laughs> I'll leave the house and I'm like, oh, I don't like my shoes here. And I'll go and completely change to a different outfit. Oh my gosh. That's me. That's me every day. I'm like, oh, I look cute in the mirror. And then I'll go out and I'll like see a picture of myself in an outfit. And I'm like, that's not cute. And then I just have to like fake it and act like I'm fine. Even though, cause yeah. I hate the feeling of feeling insecure. Cause you just know that everyone can tell that you're insecure. And then it mm-hmm. makes it worse. So you just have to like own it. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I feel like owning it when just like faking it. I would say with you, like I wouldn't even ever know that you like insecure. You would say that like you don't like your outfit, like unless you say it. Sometimes the thing is when you say it out loud, then it brings the attention to that 
certain thing. But otherwise, like, you know, the smile, uh, how does it call your shoulders back and yes. walk like a model. Head up. <laughs> yes, definitely. I love that tip of like not pointing it out because I feel like that is like such a dead giveaway of like, oh, she's feeling insecure. And then it just makes you less attractive to people. Like confidence is so attractive. For sure. But I feel like it's true that like sometimes people like really un un until you say it, nobody will know. You know, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I looked fat in this outfit. And like, nobody would even think that. But then because I said that, they'll be like, oh yeah, maybe like her hip is sticking out there. It brings you know, like, attention to the flaw. Yeah. Another thing to keep in mind is that people just aren't thinking about you as much as you think that they are. So you can be oh, feeling yeah. so insecure about like some little minor detail on your outfit or whether you like feel chubby or whatever it is, or maybe you feel too skinny, who knows, like whatever you feel like you are insecure about, like no one's thinking about that. So I feel like that's kind of comforting because sometimes I'll be like, oh my God, my hair looks so bad right now or like whatever. If I'm like at Target and I feel like I look like a mess, nobody cares. Nobody's looking at me. Like everyone's just worrying about themselves. I'm not worrying about what other people look like. So why should they be worrying about me? You know, like think about the amount of energy and focus you put into nitpicking or like trying to find flaws in other people. Like you just don't do that. It's kind of silly to think that other people are, would be like tearing you down. Like, yeah, I actually saw a meme somewhere a while ago how like there's like a crowd of people and every like you know like bubble on top of their head like says like oh what, what how do i look how do i look literally everybody is worrying actually about themselves not even about the people next to them but everybody's worrying what other people think you're the only one thinking about yourself <laughs> yeah and everybody actually thinks about themselves and it's like so we're worrying for nothing in the end of the day yeah that's so true Okay, so do you have any like practical tips of people who are maybe more insecure or self-conscious of like how they can just start to start building more confidence? Um, yeah, I mean, I would say what works for me, like when, for example, I feel some conscious or I feel like I'm not confident, what I personally do, which I mean, again, everybody, for everybody it's different, but like for me personally, actually you're the morning routine queen, but that's one of the things that really helps me when I have a good morning routine. Like for example, when I do the things that I make myself respect, like, you know, like make myself respect. Oh, I can't speak English. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> I know what you're saying. Things that make yourself proud of yourself. Yeah. Right? Like for example, when I get up, like for me, it's important to like get up early in the morning, go work out, have a healthy breakfast, start my day, get ready, put makeup on, do my hair, like all those things. Like Technically, it's not really that important, but it makes me really respect myself, makes me feel comfortable, makes me feel like I'm going in the right direction. So it's really like doing the things that make you proud. Like that's one of the, I would say like main ones for me. Do you know who um, the Skinny Confidential is? Do you follow her podcast? Yes, I do listen to them once in a while. I don't listen to all of them, but yeah. Okay. Lauren has the saying, I think it's, I think I'm pretty sure I got it from her or heard it from her, but she said the best way that she knows how to build confidence or that she did is by never letting herself down, like by doing the things that you say you're going to do and by like learning how to trust yourself. So if you say that you're going to be there at a certain time for someone or, or even especially just for yourself, like if you make a plan with yourself and you say, okay, I'm going to meditate for 20 minutes tomorrow morning. If you break that promise to yourself, you're, you're going to lack confidence in yourself because you're like, oh, I can't even trust myself to do this. And then you kind of are like yeah. feeling bad about yourself. But if you did it, it just little things like that, like you creating habits and sticking to them and like being able to tell yourself you're going to do something and trusting yourself that you're actually going to follow through and do it. I feel like that builds confidence a lot. No, for sure. I mean, like, it's kind of like, you know, like you need to love yourself first for other people to love you. It's like, how can 
you make somebody love you if like for example yeah you can't even follow your own promise like for example for me it's important to wake up at six in the morning and work out it makes me feel good like i need to be doing that to actually believing in myself and knowing that like i can do it like almost like pushing yourself out of comfort zone that's what like makes you even respect yourself you know i feel like confidence actually comes from respect in a way yeah it's like self-respect and self-confidence kind of go hand in hand yeah so i feel like yeah like first it's like the things you do then like also how you look it's all like you know it's all as i said in the even beginning kind of like it's all a balance like even relationship also with like your husband your friends like that also makes a big impact in your confidence as well like don't surround with people who are toxic like if you are surrounding people yourself with people who make you mad or like even the for example girlfriends like if you surround yourself with girlfriends that make you jealous don't be friends with them like i'm sorry but like or like figured out why you are feeling jealous with them because by that like you are not going to feel confident because you're always going to compare you're always going to try to be like them or better than them or whatever and same goes for people that you follow on instagram too like yeah. if you follow girls on instagram that make you feel like you're comparing yourself too much to them or like you feel less than them just like either unfollow them or mute them for a while until you like feel better about yourself and then maybe you can go back to it but yeah it's not worth it 100 percent. and then also i feel like with conf- like building confidence i feel like just any sort of self-improvement like investing in yourself mm-hmm. like meditating having your morning routine working out getting ready getting dressed like even like taking courses on anything that you're interested in like just doing yeah. the things to invest in yourself and like reading really good books like self-development books mm-hmm. those really help to instill self-confidence because you're like very intentionally working on yourself and building yourself up. Yeah, for sure. And also like, I mean, kind of also similar things I had in it, uh, before about like, do what you love. Like, for example, like know, by knowing what you're good at, do those things that you're good at. Like don't, for example, as I said before, like I'm not a good writer. I shouldn't push myself to write even though if I really enjoy writing. But like, if I'm not good at it, but I'm good at, graphic design, I should do graphic design and move in that because I'll see results, I'll see progress, I'll see movement in that. And then I'll also build that respect and confidence in myself because I'm doing that something, something that I'm doing good, if that makes sense. Yeah, just focus on your natural talents and the things that you're naturally interested in. Cause like, that's how God made you. So he yeah. put these things in your life and made you good at these things so that it's important for your life. Like that's part of your path. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Okay, I have a rapid fire question round. Oh no. No, they're just like fun and light and okay. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, no two plus two, please. I'm really bad at math. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, there's no math. Can you imagine? Um, okay. I have like 10 or 11 questions and we can just kind of like you don't have to be super fast, but like they're meant to be kind of, you know, okay. a quick pace. All right. So first question. What is your Starbucks order right now? Ice cream macchiato. It's like my summer drink you get regular milk or um i okay actually they have oat milk now so i've been trying to make it with oat milk oh my god my starbucks doesn't have oat milk yet really yeah mine does i mean i think some states already do but i don't know yeah florida maybe is behind okay that's so sad (laughs) florida's behind on a lot of stuff right now (laughs) um okay what is your favorite song at the moment do you have a favorite song right now i I wouldn't say a song but i would say lenny an artist oh lenny yeah. I love Lainey. You like, you, you love him too? Yeah. They're like a boy band, right? Yes. So, I mean, he's a, I think he's 
sing. I mean, I think he's singing by himself most of the time, but I think he has a band. But I actually found him just like half a year ago, and I just love all his songs. And I just like play when I like clean apartment or something. So that's a good one. Do you have a favorite movie? Like your favorite movie of all time? No, I I think it's so hard. Like it like really changes in your different time of your life. So it's like really hard to choose one. Yeah, it's true. Well, what's what's a show that you've been watching recently that you like? Show sure. actually, I've been watching a show, How to Get Away with a Murder, and it's actually so good because they talk about racism there a lot. Like the main character, she is a black woman. She is a lawyer, and actually, she talks a lot about like inequality and how judges judge unequal and all that stuff. It's actually really good. Even though like I wasn't starting to watch it for those reasons. But it has a lot of good, strong points. Wow, that's good to know. I've heard of the show, but I had no idea it was anything like that. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it doesn't think it's not really about Black community, but because the main character is Black, that's why, like, there's a lot of uh, points about that, and I really like it. But, I mean, it's, it's about, like, murder, obviously. You should get away with the murder. But, yeah, it's like, there's a lot of, like, about lawyers and judgment and inequality and fighting for the rights, like all that stuff. Mm, okay. Interesting. Who is your favorite person to follow on Instagram right now? Do you have like a favorite person that you love following right now? Actually, it's really hard because I feel like I've been following a lot of graphic design people. Uh, I think one of them would be Bright and Maid. I would believe her name is. Yeah, Bright and Maid. Um, she's a graphic designer and I've been just enjoying her work and just her. Does she post like fashion or more just graphic design? No, stuff? it's just graphic design. Oh, actually also another, I don't know why it's really, maybe because I've been doing a lot of graphic design stuff. Also Jasmine Doling. She's also a graphic designer, but she does also fashion and like her pictures are just so aesthetic. Like, and everything is pink. I don't know. I just really like her. Stuff. I just pulled it up. That's really cute. Justin Dolan. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to link both of those girls in the show notes so people can check them out. Yeah. Like Justin Dolan is just like, I've been into her like for years. Like she's killing with aesthetics. Like, wow. Love it. Okay. Next question. Sweet or savory? Mm, I don't know. I think savory because I haven't eaten anything yet. <laughs> like I've eaten cinnamon roll before this, but I think savory just because I'm hungry. <laughs> right. So when you're hungry, savory. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Current favorite item in your closet. Wow, it's so hard. Literally, like, 10 pieces came up in my head right now. That's insane. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know. It's supposed to be, like, a fire thing. I know I'm supposed to be saying it, like, one and fast. And I, can't <laughs> I knew this would be a hard one for you. I knew this was going to be hard. Wow. Why is this so hard? Like, another thing. Okay, clothing or accessory? Let's go this way. Make it easier a little bit. Okay, I'll make it easier. Let's do accessory. A hat. Which hat? You have to pick a certain hat. Uh, okay, lack of color, pink. Oh, okay. Like a wide brim hat. Yeah. Okay, cute. That's a good one. <laughs> um, okay, this one might be hard too, but can you think of the best purchase under $100 that you've made in the last six months? Wow, why are you doing this to me? Sorry, these maybe shouldn't be rapid, but... <laughs> yeah, it's like they were good not questions. fast at all. <laughs> okay. Under $100. Under $100. Okay. Honestly, it's not going to be a really clothing piece, but it's this clip. It's literally the best invention ever. You put it on your purse and it's like a little handle that holds your hats when you travel. 
Like it literally oh. clip on on top and the bottom and it's a magnet and it holds your hat. It's like a cute accessory. It looks like lips. There's different accessories. I'll, I'll send it to you. You can link it down below. But it's literally the, the best thing I've bought. And it's like $50. It's kind of overpriced for a clip for a hat, honestly. But it's the best invention because I always travel with hats. And yeah, it's so hard to travel with a hat. And when you don't want to wear it, you just clip it on your bag and it looks cute. And just amazing. That is so smart. Oh my gosh. Thank you for telling me about that. Cause yeah, if yeah. you want to bring more than one hat, it's like hard. You can't wear two hats to the airport. Exactly. So it's like, it's just insane, but it's like so easy because you just put it on your bag and it's just hang there. Best purchase over a hundred dollars that you've made in the last six months, like anything expensive. I mean, honestly, it's kind of probably like really simple, but Balenciaga cap. It's just because I've been wearing it, like, I feel like I've been wanting to wear it all the time because whenever you have a bad hair day and you want to look somewhat, like, chic put together, but you don't want to really show your face, I just wear my Balenciaga cap and it looks, like, chic and I have my life together, but I'm not. I love that. that that's a really good one. What has been your go-to takeout through quarantine? Actually, I haven't really been doing much takeout. I'm actually thinking, like, what have I been? Ooh, sushi. Yeah. That's the thing we can't really, like, cook well ourselves so we've been loving to take out like a lot of sushi and we just like stuff our faces with it it's amazing mm, i want to get sushi today that sounds so good what is one makeup item that you can't live without probably concealer yeah that's a good one yeah. mine would probably be concealer or brow gel something about my brows when they're just yeah agreed actually agreed brows is a big one the last question what is one thing on your bucket list to go to Australia. Ah, that's a good one. Or New Zealand. Both of those places. Because no, you have to do them at the same time because they're so close. Yeah. Yeah. So go nice. there. Hopefully I love it. Soon. I want to go with you. Oh, it's going to be such a good, like, double couple. Double couple. <laughs> double couple? Couple strip. That would be yeah. so fun. It's so fun. You guys oh. should come for Christmas because we're going to be in New Zealand for Christmas this year. Oh, we're wanting to go to Europe if COVID is, disappears. We want to go to Europe, but I don't know. Nice. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God, thank you. Okay, before we go, I wanted to do our little weekly wisdom corner. And I think you, oh, might, yeah. have had, you might have had a couple things to share. Yeah. Do you want to start? It's all you. Oh, it's just me? That's it? Oh, okay. I do. I I, <laughs> sorry to put all the pressure on you. But I usually just share like one like quote or verse or something like that. Just a little something to leave them with. A little inspiration for the week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, one thing, actually, I heard this quote on a podcast this week, and it really, really stuck in my head, says, create over consume. I feel like we, so, like, we're such a consumerist, I don't know, generation right now. Like, we consume Instagram, YouTube, TV shows, like, everything. And I feel like we're, we need to create more. Like, we need to just, like, take ourselves like, and not even like just art wise, but in general, like even like take time just for yourself and like, you know, do something for yourself. I feel like just we need to consume less. If that makes sense. I love that. I, I know another lady that I follow always says that her name is Marie Forleo and she says consume and then, or sorry, <laughs> I just got it messed up. She always says create and then consume. Like she, she'll never start looking at her Instagram or reading blogs or anything before she creates in the morning. And I think that's mm -hmm. so important because if you're not, if you're consuming first, you're just getting inspired by everyone else, which is okay. But at the same time, yeah. you're not really getting your own natural, like 
creativity out. You're kind of just being influenced by everything you're seeing. Exactly. So that's a good one. Yeah. I think it's important to create and like actually use your talents. Yeah. 100%. I had so much fun. <laughs> to my first guest. I hope that our audio was okay. <laughs> We will see. It's going to be great. Well, thank you everybody for listening. You can go follow Dana on all of her social media outlets, her Instagram, her YouTube channel, your blog. Is your blog still active? Um, No. I mean, now it's kind of like more like a website for my portfolio. Also, like I'll do some blog posts once in a while, but it's not as like a putting blog post every week. It's kind of like a few times a month. Nice. And you just launched these amazing stickers, which I've already ordered. I'm so excited about them. They're so, so, so cute. Oh, thank you. You guys have to go check out her stickers on her website. Um, what was the inspiration behind the stickers? Actually, I came up with them when everything happened with uh, George Floyd and everything that was happening. I was just creating different illustration and I put out one illustration, which I actually said on top of it, um, I said, I understand that I will never understand. And a lot of people like reached out that they really like the illustration. And I decided to create that into sticker. So I created one of those illustrations into sticker. And then I created one saying, don't waste your voice. Because I feel like, especially as being white and being privileged, we can waste our voice sometimes on things that are actually not important. And we can actually yeah. speak up and do things that we don't even realize we can. So I just wanted to put out art, but at the same time, like being meaningful art, not just something pretty. Yes. That's what I love about them. They're so aesthetically pleasing, but then they also have like a really great message. Thank you. So I love that. I love Don't Waste Your Voice. That's my favorite. I'm going to stick it right on my laptop. So I see it every day. Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited. Thank you for the support. Oh my gosh. Of course. Um, I'm definitely going to link all of your links and things in the show notes so people can find you really easily. So everyone go check those out. Um, and yeah, just thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode and leave a rating and review in the Apple podcast app. It really supports the show and it's really the only way to help people find the podcast apart from social media or word of mouth. So I really appreciate it. Thank you, Dana, again. I can't wait to talk to Thank you Thank you. I'm sure you'll be on again. We have like way more to talk about and so many topics that we could dig into. So if you want to, you're welcome back anytime. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was amazing. Of course. Okay, bye guys. Talk to you next week. Bye. bye.